Blog Talk Radio. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Coast. Good morning on the West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, podcasting and broadcasting live from the studio of EloquenceOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. You're listening to The Power Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand, uh, Sears Roebuck, Kmart, were a band, uh, would you leave the audience wanting more? If your retirement plan is based upon a Sears holding stock, I do have some bad news for you. You might want to call your broker. Um, today we're going to talk about this, the name of the episode today, Sears Catalog and Amazon Prime. Imagine a business starting that could deliver you things that you couldn't get at the local store right to your doorstep, or in this case, the the hearth and home of the American Midwest, uh, powered by the American Railroad in many, many ways. Sears was the blueprint for everything that's come after it. Uh, They really were the 19th century version of Amazon Prime. You know, um, Pa would go into town, you know, from Little House on the Prairie and say, hey, yes, I I need something for the house, a flat screen TV for the Little House on the Prairie. And of course, Festus down at the general store, I forgot his name on the show. He had the good looking daughter, Nellie. I'm sorry, we don't have any of those in stock. Uh, Mr. Ingalls, uh, can you come back after the harvest? Well, that's no good. You know, I've got three little kids that want to watch Rugrats or something. So he would go home and pull out his trusty Sears catalog where he could get anything he wanted in some cases. Now the timeline might be might be a little messed up there. But Sears at a time did take advantage of the history they had been dealt The original Mr. Sears worked at a railroad in Minneapolis and realized he could sell he could sell things to people using what was at the time considered speed, the the speed of steam and rail. And started selling watches and jewelry and then realized, wow, there's lots of things that people want that they can't get at their local five and dime or at the local uh, a lot of places didn't even have a retail. Outlet. I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed today uh, when I, especially when I look at the young people who literally will go berserk if they have to put their phone down for 15 seconds. What it was like at a time when you had to wait for things. And if you look at the episode uh, page, you'll see that picture of the Sears catalog that I remember, folks. I remember that so well. That Sears catalog would come in and you literally, you had to take turns. And in the Christmas one would come in and you, your mom, okay, pick out two things. You have four kids in my family. You know, you'd dog ear the page. Or my brother and I was, hey, can we go in on the Atari uh, video game system or, or whatever it might be? I, I cannot tell you how many winter jackets, my first uh, BB gun, all that stuff 
came from the Sears catalog. It was the internet before we had ever heard of that term. It was Amazon Prime when we still knew the Amazon as a big, nasty river in South America. And it's just fascinating to me to see these two brands, so what, what, you know, uh, what didn't Sears see coming? What killed Sears? What happened to Sears? Is it, a, is it an issue of performance? Is it a lack of diversity? It's none of those things. It's none of those things. Um, it's history. And as I said all the time when I was speaking professionally, history is. You can change with it or you can get changed by it because history doesn't care and history doesn't remember those who failed to heed its warnings. Is there something out there? Is it, would, do you think Sears was nervous on the 5th of July back, I think, in 1995? Somebody ran into the boardroom and said, oh, by the way, there's this company selling books called Amazon. Should we be worried about that? Of course not. They wouldn't have been worried about it any more than the guys at Blockbuster were worried when uh, back in the late 90s, uh, some little outfit called Netflix started sending out DVDs to people who were willing to wait two days for them. No, the Sears and Amazon Prime history and trajectory is a study in something that none of us can escape, and that is the history that we've been dealt. Amazon Prime didn't destroy Sears. Uh, Walmart didn't destroy Sears. It's just history. A free people, popular sovereignty, deciding how they wanted to get their products and services. And of course, it's, is it possible that Sears goes into bankruptcy and, and comes out a, a, a neater, leaner, skeleton version of its former self? Well, I suspect anything is possible. But we're going to talk about it and what it means to you and your brand, and we'll do it all right after this. This is conference quality information without the rubber chicken dinner. The speaker who is so boring that looks so good on paper and without the expense report, you're listening to the power of performance. Right, a little wild cherry on the bump there. Uh, Sears and Roebuck, wow, for, for almost a century. You know, Sears was the king of retail. There's no denying that. But what often happens to a business, and it's a warning to any brand, is you have to keep your eye not just on what is happening, but what is happening in what is called the periphery. And so since the show is about music and performance, let me tell you something that anybody that's ever spent any time in the high school band, the middle school orchestra, one of the first things you learn when you go and join the band, before you even learn how to play a B-flat or how to read music or what a quarter note is or what an eighth note is or what a quarter rest is or what a coda is, is you learn how to keep your eyes fixed on the details on the sheet sheet of music while at the same time out of your peripheral vision keeping an eye on the conductor. Because the conductor is there to key you on the tempo, to changes in key signature, to moments of inflection. I need a little more from the brass section. I need a little less from the percussion section. You're going a little fast over here. You need to pick up the pace over there. And so you learn to do that. And I think that's one of the one of the issues that you see with Sears. Uh, they 
I don't sometimes you're there's a great movie speaking of speaking of technology uh, Paul Allen a Microsoft co-founder passed away this week as we're recording on the 19th of October in the year of our Lord 2018 there's that television movie you've heard me talk about the pirates of Silicon Valley it's about the early days of Apple and Microsoft, and uh, Bill Gates and Paul Allen are just beside themselves. They're, they're in Massachusetts, and it looks like the computer revolution is starting out in California and out in the American West, and they don't want to be left out. And as Microsoft starts to grow um, and they start to compete with Apple, um, Bill Gates says something in the movie about, about Apple at the time. At the time, um, he says success is a menace. It convinces great brands to think they can't go down. And of course, that movie ends, uh, and it looks like Apple's going to become just a division of Microsoft. And of course, history had other plans for both those great American brands. Well, Sears, for years, a hundred years of being the go-to catalog retailer. Like I said, I can remember. You know, the, the, the Sears catalog was something you could put down on the, uh, the foot-deep shag carpeting in our home, and you'd, you'd lift it up. After we look at it, there'd be an indentation in the carpet because the Sears catalog was so, was so big. The, the only time you see the mailman, you have to bring it to the door because it didn't fit in our little mailboxes back in those days. Like I said, it was, they were Amazon Prime before there was. Amazon Prime, but what didn't they see coming? And then the other thing I thought about in the context of music, you know, if you want harmony, you've got to have two really good parts working together. I did not understand the merger with Kmart. I mean, that's like a, a, a dial-up modem saying, well, I'm going to merge with the telegraph company, and, uh, or I'm gonna, this is going to be a, um, a, a, a merger between the fax, F-A-X, fax machine company and the rotary phone. It just didn't make any sense to me, and it's a simplification to say that, oh, well, Amazon Prime did in uh, Sears. That's not what, that's not what, it's not e-commerce, it's not any of that stuff. Walmart is still doing plenty of business. It's a combination of things. You know, back to, back to the early days of Microsoft and Apple, uh, Steve, Steve Jobs would say, you know, quoting a famous artist, uh, what is it, good artists copy, great artists steal? You know, there was ideas there in Sears Roebuck that were incorporated into the business plan of Amazon Prime. Sears wasn't uh, a, really an island unto itself. If you recall, they, they were one of the first people. They, they got into the Internet prodigy. That was the web portal. Sears had an idea about this thing called prodigy. Of course, there were no computers anywhere, but it, you couldn't accuse them of not thinking ahead. The Sears Tower you know, Ferris Bueller uh, up there with uh, up there with Cameron and and his girlfriend. You know the Sears Tower, this amazing place. It's you know when it opened, it, almost like a, a, a an analogy, a metaphorical peak to their business. And now and now look at them. At the time of recording today, the Amazon stock price is eighteen hundred dollars, and Sears Roebuck is forty five cents, because history is. You can change with it, or you can get changed by it. And Sears isn't even opposed to, you know, that now you can buy tires on, on Amazon Prime and have them installed at, at Sears. I can't tell you how many big ticket items 
that came to my middle-class home in, in San Antonio, Texas, Republic thereof, from Sears. It was an event to go to Sears. That's where you got your Boy Scout outfit, your, uh, the, the Girl Scout outfit for my, for my sisters. It's where you went and bought the lawnmower, and my dad would be sitting there haggling about the lawnmower price like he was making a, a $500 million hedge fund deal. Well, can you knock about $10 off the price? You know, hey, can you throw in a, a bag to collect the grass? And of course, I was interested because I had to cut the backyard at my house. I mean, you could go there and, and sit on a riding lawnmower. You've never seen one up close before like i said it was it was amazon prime before there was amazon prime and there will be amazon prime long after there is sears i i, I wondered aloud can you buy a 3d printer at sears.com i went and checked you actually can i wouldn't order one however because i'm not sure you're going to get it and you can find a 3d printer on amazon prime and guess what it'll be there in just a couple of days what's on your periphery right now what are some of the things that are coming at you in the banking business right now that don't seem like a big deal right now but might impact your business tremendously in the future that's the lesson of sears and the sears bankruptcy in a free market economy no one is guaranteed eternity no brand is guaranteed a future and if you don't believe me Go check the Sears stock price. My name is Jason Dice, broadcasting live from the studio of EloquenceOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. You've been listening to The Power Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Until next we speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. No happy ending for Sears. Let's talk this over, it's not like we're dead.